The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Come join us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Percy, as I always say, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. But it's a faith-friendly place. Very faith-friendly. Uh, we make sure to respect boundaries and not cross lines, particularly when, in a, when it's inappropriate. And ultimately, again, going back to the statement, patients dictate the tempo and the pace of what, when, where, and how uh, spiritual support is provided to them. You know, this thought just came to me. Have you ever thought about writing a book about your experiences? Um, I tell you, you may be on to something, my friend. <laughs> Stick around. Oh, so something may oh, be, you know, all right. I'm not no saying, promises. I'm not promising anything, okay, but right. stick around. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, I see that look on your mm-hmm. face. Okay, well, today we're talking about hope. There is always hope. And hope is something that, again, we understand from a faith-based perspective, but not even from a faith based perspective. Again, think about, as I often say, uh, when we look at commercials on TV, advertisement, hope is part of all of the kind of modern day lexicon and language that we use around the general idea that I believe that uh, in the human spirit of every person is the desire and the will to believe that whatever may be today is not all that can be. And therefore, hope is a powerful instrument that allows people to believe that possibly tomorrow can be different, better, and that hope drives that reality or that force that keeps us engaged, energized, and hopefully looking to uh, the horizon that is set before us. You use the exact phrase I was thinking about, the human spirit. There's something about the human spirit that just resonates with hope. And of course, we, it, you know, when we talk about specifically from a faith-based perspective, the human spirit was created by the spirit yeah. of all spirits, which was God. So it makes sense at the end of the day that when we refer to God, and our, our scripture will help us to understand this, that God is the God of hope. And right. that's why I believe that in every human spirit is the desire to be hopeful. We'll get to that scripture passage in just a moment. Our resource that we would like to offer to you free of charge, no cost, no obligation, is called Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients. If you are a patient or a loved one impacted by cancer, It is a life-altering experience, and a daily dose of inspiration can just go a long way to encouraging that spirit of hope in everyone. So why not download Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, they use conventional medical treatments to attack cancer while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition, naturopathic support, pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you have at 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
We have a guest who will join Percy here in just a moment, but we need to start with some scripture. Well, our foundational scripture for today and our spiritual nugget that will be extrapolated from that, and we alluded to it just a bit earlier, is found in Romans, the 15th chapter, verse 13. Write that down if you're following along. Romans 15, verse 13. Uh, Where does hope come from? Where is the source of hope? Well, here we go. Now the God, capital G-O-D, of hope. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace Wow. When? How? In believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And what this scripture is helping us to understand today, and we talked about it, about how important hope is and what hope does and hope being tied intrinsically to the human spirit is because of the fact that hope comes from God, who is the source of all life and all good things. You know who the most hopeful person is on the planet? (laughs) It's children on Christmas Eve. Oh, boy. They're full of expectation, can't go to sleep. You almost have to negotiate with your children (laughs) to get them to go to bed because they're full of hope, expecting good things to wait for them and be there for them as they wake up. And so with that today, the power of hope. Here's our website one more time, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And here's our guest along with Percy. Well, with me today is Deacon Steve Beers. And Deacon Steve Beers is a retired Navy pilot uh, who conducts weekly Catholic uh, support services at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, He provides weekly Catholic communion services and any and all things that are relevant to our Catholic population today. And he represents uh, St. George Catholic Church. Uh, he uh, visits inpatients and families, and and at the end of the day, he's just the main contact of support for CTC Atlanta with all things uh, related to our Catholic population. Welcome today, sir, to the show. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's good to be here. It's, it's good to have you, indeed. And uh, I appreciate, uh, as we were talking before we started recording, uh, the time that you provide, and again, because I know that... Um, uh, you're busy with other things within your your immediate Catholic community and, and your uh, parish community work that you also uh, provide time uh, to service uh, Catholic patients within the, the clinical context of CTC. And you've been doing that now for five years? Is about that five years, yes. Mm-hmm. So let's first and foremost talk about um, what what have you walked away from in, with regard to your years of of ministry support, but to to a cancer environment. Let's talk about some things that you've gleaned from that well, experience. Well, let, let me back up before being involved here. My son was uh, was diagnosed with leukemia when he was 17. That's been about uh, 20 years ago. He's fine now. But uh, what I found there when, uh, when he was diagnosed, and I really knew nothing about cancer a whole lot at the time, but we were told at the time that the support systems, the family system, the the faith uh, that a patient had was so important, mm-hmm. and we were lucky to have that faith community here. Noonan is a, a wonderful place. It's a, uh, ecumenically bound together. Uh, we had the support of the churches. We had the support of our family and our own church. And so it was a natural progression for me when CTCA opened up here, and I got to talk with uh, Chip Gordon about how the uh, you know, how the program was going to be run. Reverend Chip, the director Rev. of pastoral Reverend care. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the way that the spiritual side was going to be uh, inculcated into the 
the normal everyday <clears throat> treatment for the patients. Mm -hmm. And so over the, <clears throat> the last five years here that I've been here, I've seen that really come to fruition, that the, the spiritual side, the holistic approach, the, the support systems that the hospital here offers, that the people here in the hospital offer, has been a tremendous uh, benefit for the, not only the recovery of the patient, but the support of the families and the caregivers. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we were told when my son was undergoing his treatment was that this cancer was such a debilitating thing among families, you would either become out a stronger family or there would be divorce and, and a, a rifting of the family. And that's what I've seen here. I've seen families come together. I've seen support offered. I've seen people turn their lives around simply because of the total support. And it isn't just one or two people. I can talk with people throughout the staff if I meet a particular person who maybe had a, um, uh, a difficult time, a difficult operation, a difficult diagnosis. And everybody's aware of the, the concerns and the challenges being faced by that particular patient. So everybody is concerned, everybody offers support, and this whole, this whole idea of coming together as a family, as a network, uh, is something I think is very beneficial to the recovery of patients here. So let's drill down into that a bit. You said a lot there, and I want to be clear uh, with regard to uh, for the audience that you know from your perspective and, and from your ministerial uh, uh, commitment that being in a clinical environment, being able to support people from a spiritual perspective, obviously there's a nice enclave. Uh, and I've found that to be true any time that I've visited the Noonan, Georgia area, which sits just outside of Atlanta, that it, there is a strong faith community yes. uh, presence here. Mm -hmm. There's no question about that. But that's in the community. When we start talking about going inside of a clinical healthcare environment facility, as is the case here, you, you said something very profound to me, and that was that you've come to appreciate and, and value and understand just how important that type of support is inside of a clinical environment. Yes, absolutely. And, and you, why do you think that that makes a difference or potentially can make a difference? Again, we're talking about clinical care. We're talking about medicine and science. And we're talking about a difficult disease in some cases when we talk about cancer. How and why, in your perspective, is spirituality and faith support so important to this environment? Because it, because it offers hope outside of whatever restrictions, whatever capabilities the medical community has. We have a wonderfully uh, professional, up-to-date medical facility here that offers the best in clinical care, but there is a limit. And if you reach that limit and all of a sudden they can't do anymore, there is no hope unless there's hope in the spiritual guide given to you. So if you always have that spirituality, that uh, knowledge that there's something more running along with you, that you aren't going to fall off, the, uh, fall off the end of the earth, that people aren't going to forget about you, if you have a, a, down, mm -hmm. a down experience, mm -hmm. I think that the very inner uh, spirit of people can cover a lot uh, when they when they have the confidence 
that they aren't just depending on very talented people, mm-hmm. but they also have something beyond that in which to hope. But Deacon, but Deacon, Deacon Beers, I think that that's just giving people false hope. At the end of the day, if your doctor says, listen, there's nothing else I can do, then we need to leave it at that and we need to just go home and fold up the tent. <laughs> that, this, this sounds like false hope. Are you, what are you, listen, why are you promoting false hope to people? Do you I am not promoting small hope. You don't know the number, but you probably do and because of your other experience, your, your experience up till now. But you don't know the number of people come in here and they've been given the terminal diagnosis by somebody somewhere else where they come in here without hope and the clinicians here the the medical support that's offered here gives them new hope new direction so while it's not a hundred percent by any means there are i have witnessed people who've come from the brink and have gone on to beat the cancer and come out a whole person so it is it is not a false hope it is something that says this is the best it can be offered and people do have hope they can have hope but we have to give that to them we have to but deacon, build that up in them deacon i hear you deacon i love god too but i'm i'm a clin i'm a clinician i'm a scientist mm-hmm. and i believe in telling people the truth about their clinical mm-hmm. outcome and you know clinically i just don't see how there's anything else that can be done certainly as a healthcare professional it is my duty to tell people that that's what i see from a clinical perspective isn't it deacon oh i i agree with you i think that they need to know all of the uh, all of the challenges all of the shortcomings in medical science, uh, uh, the shortcomings of our body. Our body is a, has physical limitations, whether we have cancer or not. And those kinds of things all have to be considered. But you can never, in my mind, you can never divorce the almighty, the, the spiritual experience of God. And it isn't God sitting up in heaven someplace. It is God working through his people down mm. here, the support that comes from family mm. and friends and, and people who care. So I don't think there's ever a, a time when you say there's no hope. There's a time to say it's okay to let go. And things are prepared for you, but okay. this is not the end. This, okay. is, this is a different road. So okay. it, uh, it is something that I don't think I'll ever say there's no hope because there always is hope. And, and of course, I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate mm. because, again, and you're exactly right, Deacon, uh, at the end of the day, we're having a fair and balanced conversation here. Absolutely. Uh, we should expect our healthcare professionals uh, to be allowed to share with us what their clinical, what they see clinically and what they think clinically can or possibly may not happen. But in the face of that, being able to be supported spiritually with the divine, uh, with, with the idea that at the end of the day, God has the last and final word of every situation. <clears throat> and just because there may appear to be nothing else clinically that can be done, that does not necessarily mean that that's the end of the road. And this is where having good 
uh, spiritual support, people like you who are coming in out of your faith community, visiting with cancer patients, and you know, doing the Eucharist and the 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 the, the, the sacraments, and 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 helping people to still stay connected and plugged in to their sense of spirituality while being disconnected from their their faith community really is an important piece of this experience for many people while they're going through their treatment and care. It is very much, and and I don't mean to say that we're going to be spiritual healers only. The spiritual side, the the outside activities that are offered are, are all about this holistic thing, and they're all a piece of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the medical piece is obviously the driver, the, the thing that we're mm-hmm. here for, Correct. but it is supported by all of the other uh, all the other activities that go on here, of which the the chaplain corps, the the spiritual side, is a part of it. But again, it isn't the end of it. Not everybody comes in here with the same sense of faith or the same sure. sense of spirit. Right. So we have to find other ways to build that up. Uh, you know, it's nice maybe if they do come around and decide they're going to believe in God. Sure. But there are other ways to do that, and it's. You know, just having a doctor that has the confidence because he knows he's limited, but he also has the the faith that he is going to be supported from a source that gives him strength. And we and we have interviewed many of those physicians on this show from this organization. So you're exactly right. But it's being balanced, and it's and it's and it's being. And again, you've used the term a couple of times. So let's. Uh, elaborate upon it being holistic mm-hmm. and and again i want to help people with the word holistic by helping them to first spell the word out in their head so they can see it better w-h-o-l-e the whole person mm-hmm. not just one aspect of one's being there's a clinical component and a medical and a biological component but there's a mental component there's an emotional component and most certainly there is a spiritual component and when we combine uh, the disciplines of thought and knowledge and understanding of the amalgamation of those together, we get what many people have called holistic medicine or holistic approaches to treatment. At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, this approach is called integrative care services. And thankfully, Deacon, you and many others are very much a part of that experience for many patients. Is there a, a patient story or interaction without naming names and any specifics that you walked away from a moment of prayer, a moment of offering the Eucharist uh, in your capacity as as a support, a spiritual support uh, entity inside of a cancer environment, and you went home and said, "Wow, the Lord really showed up big in that situation." It happened a couple of weeks ago. The most recent case. I'd like to hear one, it if you don't mind sharing one, that story. One of our patients here, young lady, was uh, in here for treatment, and she was moved into ICU. They had no hope for her. And, in fact, she coded. I had, had given her communion the week before. She was, she was very positive at that point, but positive with a little bit of hold back. I just wasn't quite sure. And after I'd seen her on our Thursday um, uh, Thursday communion service, uh, she suffered a, a real relapse. And they put her into ICU, and she actually coded. And just for clarification, the term coded refers to a patient who is not breathing or has no pulse. Basically, that person is in cardiac arrest. Everybody walked away thinking we're going to 
not see her alive here again. And lo and behold, after all that was done, she revived. When I saw her the next day, she was alert. She said, you know, I saw Jesus. Hmm. And I said, you know, I've, I've heard about near-death experiences mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. She said it was so pleasant. It was very comforting. I didn't see heaven. I didn't, I didn't really see anybody, but I was totally at peace. But he wasn't ready for me. Hmm. And so I came and back. This and this is the patience. This is the patience. Patience saying, perspective giving their version of yes, this story. Uh, and so, but everybody was talking about the patient that coded, the patient that came back, and she's uh, now being continuing on her treatments. And, um, hmm. you know, there's no thought of, well, I can't, I don't want to say that. I don't know all her medical history. But in my mind, there's no thought that she's going back to that place again. It's uh, not, on this, not on this trip anyway. Uh, it was a miraculous recovery, a miraculous return to life once everybody thought that she was... Uh, she was not going to be here anymore. She had transitioned and moved on. But she, she came in with a strong spirit. She, she had the communion. She participated in communion service. She was interactive. She was confident, 95% confident. Now she's 100% confident. And uh, for you, what did, that, what did that do for you? What, what, hearing that, seeing that, experiencing that, again, you're a man of faith and you're a man that has walked this path, but what did that internally, what did that do to you? What did that, what did that mean Everybody to you? needs America in their life just to, re, just to reassure us that God is really there. Yeah. I mean, we, we read the scripture, we know sure. all the promises, but when we see it really happen, we say, yes, that's what God is here for. He's here to, to give me the strength to keep going because I know those things can happen at his will. Closing seconds, my friend. Last question. What gives Deacon Steve Bears hope? What gives you hope? The love that I see in the people around me, the, the confidence that I have in the right thinking, the... Uh, the familial approach, and again, it's, it is borne out here at CTCA in a very, very strong way, but it doesn't stop there. I'm blessed to be in a community that, that is totally, uh, totally observed. And I'll give you just one short example mm-hmm. of all the major churches in town. We come together with, with Protestants and Catholics every Lent. And every Wednesday noon, we have an ecumenical service that is led by the various pastors awesome. of the church. Yeah. It absolutely is. And there's no, there's no diminution of anyone's church. It's all um, praising God. And we, we get that. We get that with the strength within the community and the strength within our families. And I see that all around me here. Today you've heard from Deacon Steve Beers, retired Navy pilot, uh, who provides weekly uh, Catholic support services, communion, the Eucharist, and et cetera, Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Atlanta. Uh, He represents the St. George Catholic Church. And on today, my friend, uh, we salute your service. Uh, Thank you for your godly spirit. And thank you for being part of the team as we continue to impact and remind people that at the end of the day, uh, God is good and that God is available 
even in the midst of some of our most dire hours. God is good, and I thank you for being a part of this. Thank you, my friend. God bless. God bless. You are listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae. Our featured resource, Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients, can be downloaded at healthhopeandinspiration.com. More with Percy in a moment with hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa. Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition, naturopathic support, pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, Health, Hope, and Inspiration for more, or call one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you have at 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE-4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Boy, you were kind of brave there talking to uh, Deacon Beers and kind of pushing him as devil's advocate there just a little bit. Remember, he was a Navy pilot, so he was going to be pushed around. And the intent there was, again, uh, for those who may listen to the show, and there may be individuals that, that may suggest, well, you know, you guys never talk about the possibility of people who may feel that uh, providing spiritual care and talking about trusting God uh, may be in some cases perceived as a false hope. So I wanted yeah. to be just play a little bit of devil's yeah, advocate. We knew what you were doing. Absolutely. But I and think he, it, he didn't back down, though, did no, he? No, not at all. He held his position and as he should have. Right. But to further clarify the bigger point, providing spiritual care to cancer patients does not necessarily guarantee miraculous medical outcomes. Now, I certainly have seen what some have identified as a medical miracle. But when a miracle miracle does not take place, providing spiritual support as a resource for individuals to draw upon has certainly been proven to help individuals work through difficult challenges of medical hardship while undergoing treatment. I appreciate Mr. Beers bringing out the fact that God uses people. Well, ultimately, at the end of the day, here's how we need to look at this. God has called and anointed, and he uses human beings to be his hands and feet so that he can manifest himself through. God is not sitting as some kind of mysterious spirit that's walking through a wall. He's He's walking and talking through people like you, like I, and everyone else who have yielded themselves to the specific purpose and calling on their lives to minister grace, mercy, peace, and love. And so, yes, God works through people, and he needs people to work through every day. We have a resource that we want you to download. If you'll take just a moment, a very brief moment to download this, Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients. This really can be very helpful, not only for the person who's on a cancer journey at the moment, but also for those you're trying to encourage, that you're trying to reach out to and and help them deal with what they're going through. So download this document, Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients, at healthhopeandinspiration.com, healthhopeandinspiration.com. I do want to mention the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network, Percy. You know, as you well know, caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today, and that's why you and others have created the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to help equip and empower every church in the country to better meet this great need. Mm -hmm. So. 
Pastors, church leaders, you can sign up for the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. It's absolutely free. Do you want to say a quick word about that? Again, calling upon all spiritual leaders, people who feel led and empowered by God to serve their communities, uh, free cancer care leadership training, uh, free cancer care leadership information, a monthly newsletter and communication that will be sent to you. Please join uh, the Our Journey of Hope Leaders Network today. Uh, We have close to 40 thousand people who have subscribed and are members uh, to that uh, great group and individuals who all over the world are supporting cancer patients. Again, being equipped, empowered, and being nurtured around the fact that spiritual faith and belief in God can and and potentially make a difference in the journey of one walking with and through cancer. Please take a moment to learn more about the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network by going to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page where you can sign up for the Ministry Leaders Network. It all begins at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Let me say a word of thanks to our subscribers to this podcast. There are so many of tens of thousands of people now. Nearly, or, you know, Hopefully this year, by God's grace, we'll reach 200,000. Who knows? Yes, thank you so much. Again, you keep us afloat and you keep us inspired to know that what we are doing is not in vain and that our labor of love is really impacting people in ways that is significant and meaningful. So again, thank you. We bow in your presence. Continue to share and let others know about the power of the spoken word and medium through health, hope, and inspiration. You can help us by letting others know what you listen to on the podcast and tell them how to find it. Just give them our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. We receive such inspiration from God's Word. Let's return to that now. Well, as we close, as we open, Romans, the 15th chapter, verse 13 says this. Now, the where does hope come from, Wayne? <laughs> the God of hope. God is the source of our hope. He's it. Now, the God of hope fill you with not some joy, a little joy, but with all joy. This is our prayer for you today. And peace while in believing that you may abound, praise God, in hope. What allows us to overcome and move forward and abound? It's in the hope of God through the power of the Holy Ghost. Today, know that God is bigger than any scenario and situation that you are facing. He is with you. He is around you. He is over you, beneath you, and most importantly, He's inside of you today. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, what's next? Hey, we've got to go chop some wood because we've got work to do. We've got a job to do. Thanks again for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. 
while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.